0: Nytt program på så har med mig er i utanför Jerusalem. Welcome to Israel Channel again Gershon.
1: Thank you so much. And it's nice to see you again.
0: Thank you. Can you tell me a little bit about the status of the messianic movement in Israel right now?
1: I prefer to say Messianic Jewish Yeshua believers because we have all kinds of Messianics particularly the group of the Chabad movement called the Lubavitch and they have their false messiah by definition they are called Messianic Jews Yeah. so it's confusing to say Messianic Jews because I have to understand, I have to explain in which Messiah exactly I believe, which Messiah exactly I follow and which Messiah is my Lord and my teacher and my Rabbi and my Savior. So I think it's really not enough to say Messianic Jew but Jewish, Messianic Jewish Yeshua Believer or Yeshua Disciple which that's what we have to be, Yeshua disciples
0: yeah that's certainly a point because Jesus said there will be many false messiahs uh, appearing
1: absolutely
0: Uh, but for us in Norway when we talk about messianic Jews we generally mean Jesus believing Jews
1: yeah I'm, Uh, I'm telling you the Israeli context yeah the Jewish context in the past also in Israel we have a Hebrew Hebrew dictionary which has an entry explaining who and what is a Messianic Jew and it says it's a kind of Jews who belong to a Christian Protestant group faithful to the State of Israel, Zionists in their approach and so on. But that was true about uh, I would say sixty years ago, fifty years ago things are developing Yes. because we don't have only Messianic Jews uh, in connection to the Chabad movement, the Lubavitch movement but also settlers settlers in Judea and Samaria they are also called Messianic Jews because they have Messianic expectations they yeah. have Messianic expectations about Coming of the Messiah, not for the second time, but for the first time.
0: Yes, the redemption of the land. The and...
1: redemption of of the land and of the globe, and by definition again, they are also called Messianics. Hmm. So in our Hebrew talking, Hebrew parlance, Messianics it refers to different things. Yeah. So I want to in this way I want also to clarify and to be very precise in about which Messiah I am talking about.
0: Yeah. So when we're talking about Yeshua as the Yeshua, Messiah,
1: the Son of God, who is really the Savior, who came about two thousand years ago, and whom I expect to return very soon.
0: Yes. So, the community here in Israel that believes, like you do, about uh, Yeshua, uh, how is is the situation for that community here now?
1: Uh, I prefer to say always the Lord Yeshua, not to say just Yeshua, just any name, Mm. because He's really my Lord and Savior, so I try to get used to talking about the Lord Yeshua. Uh, And uh, it is true that the numbers are growing. We have plus minus about 15,000 Messianics, but the question is which Messianics? Because the definition is very broad. We have all kinds of Jews and those who are married to Jews and those who are non-Jews and they are all meeting in in their own congregations in their own assemblies but the Salad, the Salad of these people is very mixed. In general numbers are growing we have a second, third, fourth, even fifth generation but the big question is what is the content of their belief? What is the content of their theology? And uh, sadly in my understanding it is too Protestant, it is too too much following the church dogma, the church teaching, instead of being independent in interpreting, in understanding in teaching there is too much dependence on the church dogmatic teachings which is not only Protestant actually it's it's basically Catholic Mm -hmm. because the creeds the creeds of the churches even of the Protestant churches they stand upon the Catholic creeds going back to the fourth, fifth centuries after Christ. And I believe, I understand, that we must have a theological sovereignty. In the state of Israel we have political, military, territorial sovereignty, but we do not have theological sovereignty among Messianic Jewish Yeshua believers, and that's what I am deploring. That's what I would like to see, because we must, in my understanding, have a Jewish Reformation with a capital R. A Reformation which, in a way, in a way, will complete the the Reformation of the 16th century. This the reformation of the sixteenth century in my understanding is not complete without the Jewish input in our generation in in this last time. But for this we need much courage, we need much much guidance of the Holy Spirit, much much independence because uh, the churches and I have seen that for more than fifty years I have a long experience the churches want to get the imprimatur you know what is the imprimatur? It's the stamp the confirmation that the Jews will confirm, approve the churchy dogmatic teachings Mm. and in my understanding this is wrong
0: Mm. Do you have any examples of uh, how the dogmas of the established uh, churches are influencing the movement here in Israel?
1: I have all kinds of examples For, for instance the terminology which is used in the creeds and in the teachings the almost automatic repeated saying that the Lord Yeshua, He is God. He's not God. He's the Son of God. He is really the creator of the world. The Father gave Him divinity and divine power but He is not the Father we must very clearly distinguish between the Father who never left his throne in heaven. Never. Because he is so holy. And one way to understand the difference in holiness between the Father and the Son is the model which we had in the tabernacle in the desert in the temple in Jerusalem, the two temples in Jerusalem, the differentiation between the Holy of Holies, one room, and then the Holy, another room. There were two different rooms, teaching about two different Holinesses. The Holiness of the Father is different than the Holiness of the Son because the Father cannot be humiliated cannot be crucified the way that our Lord Yeshua was humiliated and and suffering and crucified on this planet earth no one can approach the Father he is so holy only the Son was able to come and to return that's one example about the, the differences between the Father and the Son On the one side, the Father and the Son are very, very similar. On the other side, they are very different. And that's one example. Not everyone, not even every priest, could openly enter the Holy of Holies. Only the High Priest and only one day in a year Mm -hmm. on Yom Kippur and not without blood. Other priests, they were not allowed. Other kohanim were not allowed to enter the Holy of Holies. Only the Holy. And it's very interesting. That's the way that the Father and the Son function.
0: Yeah, because what you're saying is basically um hearing the teaching of the trinity
1: the trinity apart. obviously is 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 a big problem it's a big problem because it's not a biblical term it's not a biblical understanding when it says that the father and the son are completely on the same level that's not biblical because in the book of psalms chapter 2 we read you are my son I have begotten you today I have begotten you. So if he's son and there is a father the son prays to the father. The father never prays to the son. Just a basic minimal logic. The father should pray to the son? it's the son who prays to the father the father cannot carry our sins because he is so holy so holy so the son carried our sins on the cross it's so the trinity is 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 confusing the trinity is misleading and the Trinity is a stumbling block for the Jewish people and not only for the Jewish people, mm. for many others as well.
0: This summer I, I heard um, a preacher in Norway talking about the Trinity and he said that in, amongst the first Christians they didn't talk about, of course, the terminology Trinity but they, they talked about it as a dance, where you had uh, uh, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit as uh, 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 you know, uh, working together. So the dance was a kind of a symbolism of how they were working together.
1: It is too holy to talk about a dance. It's it's we are talking about the most holy things. It's not a matter. It's an, there is an interaction, but we must understand this interaction between the Father, the Son, the Spirit of course there is the Father of course there is the Son of course there is the Holy Spirit but we must always distinguish and understand let me give you an example in many places in the Tanakh I don't like the term Old Testament Old Testament is misleading the Tanakh the Pentateuch the prophets the writings that's the Tanakh Mm -hmm it is still valid it is still valid according to the teaching of the Lord Yeshua but when we carefully read the Tanakh we see that when in most of the places where it says Elohim or Yehovah who is speaking who is speaking I understand it is the Son Yeshua who was not revealed yet in the Tanakh. So in the Tanakh, Elohim or Jehovah is already the son Yeshua. And then He reveals Himself in the New Testament. And Elohim in the New Testament usually is the Father. So it's very interesting to see these things. Mm But certainly the, the Trinity is, is uh, something that I, I want to avoid the concept of the Trinity. It's not that I don't see that there is a Father, Son and the Holy Spirit. Of course, we have the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. But what is exactly or close to our understanding as much as we can understand what is the true relationship with them, between them. That's that's the big challenge but you see many Israeli and not only Israeli Messianic Jewish Yeshua believers are very afraid to touch it because if you touch it you might get some uh, accusation that you're a heretic, that you don't f- you're not orthodox enough, you're not a good believer enough. I have experienced in my own life that some non-Jewish believers were not happy that I believe in the Lord Yeshua, that I believe in Scripture, that I believe in the Father, I believe in the Son, I believe in the Holy Spirit, but they wanted me to believe in the church
0: doctrine. Yeah That's a difference.
1: Uh, that's uh, that's uh, heaven and earth difference. It took me decades to understand that until today the churches, the non-Jews, they want the imprimatur, the stamp, the, G- the Jews approve their old, long theologies. That's wrong. Mm. We should not give that imprimatur.
0: Yeah.
1: On the contrary, we should understand sovereignly freely what is the kingdom of god who is the father who is the son who is the holy spirit
0: but when when you when you live here in israel and you experience this kind of influence from the churches into
1: it's not only influence it's pressure yeah it's a heavy pressure mm. and if you are not dogmatic enough if you are not precisely following word for word the old ancient Catholic Protestant creeds you will be declared a heretic
0: so, but when you look at the congregations here in Israel how are the majority of them looking up uh, upon this uh, topic that you are addressing
1: I will tell you very simply all I need to do is go to the internet and look at their declaration of faith, their principles of faith, their creeds it's all on the internet, black and white and I see basically it's the old Church Protestant and Catholic creeds. It's Hebraic or Hebrew Protestantism. That's what it is. Hmm. Protestant, Protestantism translated into Hebrew. That's not what I expect and that's not what I want.
0: But uh, uh, when you look at your own experience and your belief, yes. how it has, uh, you know, uh, evolved, so to speak, because yes. of you have had your revelations from the scripture, are there many people here in Israel, like you, that you have, see the same things? And
1: Sadly not. Sadly not. I'm a, I'm a very small minority.
0: But are there congregations? But I don't
1: care. I really don't care because the prophets in the Bible which I'm reading, they were also mm. a small minority. The majority in history, and as a historian, I can speak as a historian, the majority is not on the right side i have seen the truth the issues of truth have been throughout the long history on the side of the minority
0: but, but what for can for example we, mm-hmm. for
1: example even if if we look at how the protestant uh, reformation started it went against the tide it went, went against the mainstream of Catholicism so it doesn't really bother me what the majority is thinking what bothers me is what is the truth and there is a beautiful sentence in the book uh, in the New Testament which says we should follow Jehovah and not human beings
0: yeah, that sums it up, of course, that should be the goal for all of us to follow. But it's not easy. No.
1: It's not big, because people want to flow with the stream, to belong to the majority, to belong to the club. But that's not what I'm interested in. I'm interested in the truth, and I know there is only one person who said with authority, I am the way, the truth and the life. I want to follow him, I want to learn from him, I want to make him my teacher, my rabbi, my savior, the son of God.
0: Of course, uh, um, Jesus or the Lord uh, Yeshua is the the one that is important not all the doctrines of men and uh, believe
1: me believe me it's enough to learn to study what he is teaching it's it's a huge kingdom and we should not waste our time to follow other teachers his teaching is so profound so deep so serious so divine it's really life-giving
0: mm. but uh, but still those people that are in congregations not only here in Israel but of course in Europe and everywhere that have uh, you know this church dogmas all the people that are there I would say that everyone or most the majority of them still uh, you know wants in their hearts to follow Jesus
1: and but they don't know how they, they I, what I see that they don't know how and they are surrounded by the majority not everyone has the strength the courage to be in the margins. Mm. It's a matter of marginality of minority and uh, really I am very much encouraged when I see what happened to the prophets of the Bible, to the disciples of the Lord Yeshua to their difficulties, their sufferings, they they were teaching against the majority for yeah. example uh, the Apostles Peter, John, Paul Yeah, they did not fo- follow the The millions.
0: No, no. no. But uh, to sum it up and to to, to, uh, end this uh, line of thought, how how would you say that? How can you help uh, those believers that wants to follow only the Lord Yeshua? What can you say to them? I
1: think, I think we should do what the Lord Yeshua commands us. What does he say? Unless, unless you become a small child, you cannot see the kingdom of God and you cannot enter the kingdom of God. That's what people have to do, to really become like small children, small children humbly, look at him, pray to him, ask him, Lord, teach me. Lord give me the Holy Spirit help me to understand and to be willing to obey to follow Him and I'm confident that He will not leave us in darkness but we must be willing to pay a price for this because this is against the majority this is in many cases to be outside of the camp to be pushed outside of the camp. But, but the, the reward is to know the truth. I think that's a great reward. Yeah.
0: That,
1: that what I, what, that's exactly what I was looking for when I looked for the truth as a teenager more than fifty years ago. I wanted to know the truth. I did not look really, I'm telling you, I did not want to find a club, I didn't look for love, I didn't look for for anything like that but I really searched and seeked to know what is the absolute truth
0: Amen. I think that is something that we all should strive after to seek the truth and the giver of the truth
1: yes, I, I think there is only one who can give Yes. who said with authority i am the way the truth and the life
0: amen that's the one we want to follow yes. uh, well thank you very much Gershon, for this uh, time that you took uh, with us and uh, i would just want to encourage you to be strong in your faith and, and I, I hope that we <laughs> that's can what I'm
1: praying for. yeah
0: i hope that we can meet again and, and take up this subject further Till det är det så jag säga si att detta här är er ganska unikt att man vill följa Jesus och se, att några av faktiskt har en dogme som ikke håller må. du får gå in för Herren och så får du söka han och vad du ska göra men det viktigaste av allt er är følge följa Jesus som ett barn som Jesus sa. Tussen för du har följt oss i programmet på igen nästa vecka och Gud välsigne dig.